Love Fort Wayne is a citywide movement that exists to imagine, inspire, and ignite transformation through God's love. Love in action looks like imagining a flourishing future, inspiring leaders, and igniting our next generation to love our families, love our leaders, love our pastors, and love our schools, all within the context of Fort Wayne and Northeast Indiana. I've been saying it to you for years, everyone wins when a leader gets better. And now the most important segments of our community will have a chance to win due to the expanding vision of what started 20 years ago at Blackhawk Ministries. Join us as we hear from leaders that don't just lead, but love our city. Well, hello, everyone. We are so excited that you get to join us today on the Love Fort Wayne podcast. We have an amazing leader from Fort Wayne, and I won't keep you in suspense. It is Brenda Gerber-Vincent from Greater Fort Wayne. She is the Chief Impact Officer, and she has an incredible story. So thank you, Brenda, for joining us today. Well, thank you for inviting me. Oh, my goodness. I am so excited for our listeners to hear your journey, um, to learn from you, and just hear your heart for the city. It's just so inspiring. Well, thank you. I'm looking forward to sharing stories. Well, can you just catch our, our listeners up if they don't know Brenda. How did you get to be the chief impact officer at Greater Fort Wayne, Inc.? Oh, my goodness. I could literally talk about that for days. But in a very short amount of time, I'm a fourth generation Fort Wayne native. Um, I used to be embarrassed to say that in high school. And now I couldn't be more proud uh, to be a fourth generation. So our roots go back in this community for a long, long time. I made the conscious decision to stay uh, in the state. I went to Indiana University. And then right after that, I went to uh, to Washington, D.C. I had the privilege of working on the Hill uh, with many global leaders that influenced uh, my career. After that, I joined AT&T. And um, at that point, I was working in the city and in New Jersey and decided I wanted to come back to Indiana. I have always felt a pull, uh, a love for community that I haven't felt anywhere else. So I came back uh, and kind of that's what got me here. Um, Married, had a family and had a child who had special needs and made the decision. It was an easy one uh, to be a stay-at-home mom. So a lot of people don't know that about me. I think they maybe when they meet me for the first time or they know that I'm the chief impact officer at Greater Fort Wayne, Inc., that I've always been in the workforce. And it's not true. I've always liked to say I had it all because I was able to stay home with my children um, and then I was able to re-enter the workforce. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, when we see, you know, leaders such as yourself at that level, we just think, oh, she's got it all together. She's been she's been in this for a number of years. Um, I am also a mom that got to stay home for a number of years and then re-enter the workforce. So I so resonate with that. Also, political science degree. Well, oh, from my IU. goodness. I did not so, really. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. We, we have, have a lot, lot common. common. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you chose to come back to Indiana. You said it. You're a wife. You're a mom. Um, but what got you in at Greater Fort Wayne? And, and maybe people know Greater Fort Wayne as what, Fort Wayne Chamber before that, a number of years ago before the merger. So could you share a little bit more there? So Greater Fort Wayne, Inc. is our economic development arm and our chamber all in one. So in 2015, uh, those two organizations merged with Leadership Fort Wayne, making up Greater Fort Wayne, Inc. And really what got me me there was my love of community. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love our community. Our mission at Greater Fort Wayne, Inc. is to grow jobs, wages, and the economy. And 
we have 20 people who wake up every single day and that's all we do. We wow. really are trying to do, you know, attraction of people from around the country. We're trying to do expansions right here in our community. And you can't drive around uh, Allen County without seeing the fruits of not only our labor, but the labor of so many other organizations that are impacting the growth of our community. Uh, so it's really been exciting. But I would think the main thing on my resume, probably the top line would have been a love, uh, you know, I love Fort Wayne. Um, and so I would, I would credit that uh, for where I am today. That's awesome. That is awesome. And and you said it, you know, just loving your city. And we talk about at Love Fort Wayne, um, which you're also a board I member know. of. Oh, yes. So thank you so much for your, your service there. Uh, we talk about loving our leaders. And Greater Fort Wayne, Inc. really embodies loving the leaders and the organizations, the nonprofits of this city. And so you wake up every day, you think about those leaders, you think about the growth and expansion. Can you just share some of the exciting things on the horizon oh, that are there's coming so up. There's so many. There's so many. We write, uh, right now we're one of the fastest growing metros in a five-state area. Wow. So that's really exciting. But when we really talk about leadership, I'm constantly looking at it at, on two sides. One is the shoulders of all of those leaders that we stand on their shoulders that have really had the vision for our community. And then we look at the young leaders, the, the leaders that are moving into our community from all over the country. We have people moving here from California, New York, Texas, all over the country that they're choosing Fort Wayne, Indiana to call home. Mm-hmm. And so really looking at, at what they uh, want to contribute and, and how can we best use those skill sets. We've also been working um, really a lot in the diversity and belonging area. You know, one of my dreams and my goals, and I say this all the time, is I would love for Fort Wayne, Indiana to be known as one of the most inclusive communities in the country. Mm-hmm. You know, not only it's the right thing to do, but it's really going to be the secret to our growth. Absolutely. And and people may not know this about you, but you're an Aspen Institute graduate. Is that I correct? Am. I am. Something I'm super proud of. I am super proud of it as well because we just have an, an amazing caliber of leader here at Greater Fort Wayne with you and on our board at Love Fort Wayne. If, if people aren't familiar with the Aspen Institute, can you just give them a little snapshot sure. of what that means? Well, it's interesting because when I was invited uh, to attend Aspen Institute, I had to actually look up what it was. I didn't know what it was um, and didn't know just the importance of it on a global um, on a global scale. But the Aspen Institute is a global think tank and they bring, um, you know, this is always kind of weird to say, but they bring the best minds together from around the world and we solve issues. And when I was there, and this is well before uh, the George Floyd uh, murder, but I was invited to speak about race in America. Mm-hmm. And here I am. I'm a Midwestern, uh, white, you know, female, uh, and went to um, went to Aspen to sit around a table to to really talk about what it was like with uh, with discovering how Americans handle race in this mm. country. And I didn't feel qualified. I didn't feel neither was I smart enough nor was I qualified. At least that's how I felt going in. Everybody in my in my class had written a book. I was the only person who hadn't written a book. And I was the only person that probably didn't graduate from an Ivy League school. What I learned uh, after I left is that I had a great deal to contribute. I had a lived experience. I knew what it was like growing up in a, in a Midwest community. Um, I've seen the challenges that have been faced not only um, personally, but also from a political perspective. Uh, perspective. I've been involved with policy my entire life, and so many of our policies in our country govern race. So it was very interesting to kind of put it all together and realize that I did have 
uh, that I had earned a seat at that table. It's been an amazing experience. I've gotten to go to Washington, D.C. and speak for the Global Institute. So it it just keeps kind of keeps going. And I'm just really proud of the work they're doing. That's incredible. Well, you know, we talk about how God designs the right journey for the leader at Love Fort Wayne. You know, we talk about integrating our faith and our work and how that that lives and plays out. And and just hearing your story, it looks like God had such such an amazing design for you um, and your leadership in all of those areas that we don't feel qualified, right? He's already qualified us. He's mm-hmm. already put us at that table and said, you're enough to be in that seat because I've made you in a unique way. Right. And all of your experiences from Washington to AT&T to Greater Fort Wayne made you just the right person. To All be part of God's table, plan. Right? And you know, there, there are many times during my life that I feel like my road has been anything but straight. Mm. And when I look back over my shoulder, I realize it's just exactly the plan that God had for me. You know, when I, I really, I grew up in a faith uh, family. I went to church. We did prayers, mm-hmm. but I didn't have a relationship. Mm-hmm. And because I kind of thought I was all that in high school because things came pretty easy. <laughs> grades came easy. I was involved in activities. It was just pretty easy. And I kind of gave myself all that credit. Like, mm-hmm. you're pretty good. Like, you're doing great. You know, you can do this. And then I had my daughter, who's my firstborn. And when a child came through my body, like, I knew I was good, but there was no <laughs> way that I was that good. And I didn't expect it to be such a spiritual um, uh, kind, of, kind of time in my life, mm-hmm. but it changed my life. I looked at her eyes and I thought, those came from me. Those came from God. And it was really the beginning of this lifelong faith journey, knowing that there was something much greater. Yeah. Um, and that, that, that Jesus has mapped out my life in a way that's been both challenging and successful. That's incredible. Yeah. And, and that dynamic as a female leader, I think, is so important for us to empower the next female leaders, right? So I thank you for all that you've done in the city to help open doors for young leaders such as myself, young female leaders such as myself, Brenda. But I think it's also a reminder that God uses all of that, whether you're able to have children now or not, whether you're married or you're in in a single phase, right? That God uses and designs all of those for for how he's going to ultimately use us. Um, And all we have to do is lean into it. Sometimes lean into the uncomfortable and the messy and ask, what are you trying to teach me? How do you want me to serve? So you've modeled that just well, so beautifully. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's taken me a long time, a lot of mistakes, a lot of missteps. You know, it's taken a lot of um, it's like a lot of risk taking, right? Mm-hmm. And and just having the confidence that that God's got this. And I've always been. I've never wanted to perpetuate the situation that you know that when people look at me or my leadership journey that I've had it all, mm-hmm. because it simply isn't the case. And I can remember when I've gone through the most challenges in my life. I mean, there was a time when I came out of a very dark period. I call it my 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 days in the desert. Mm-hmm. But when I got out of it, I felt like you know what I had earned to be at the top of the top of the mountain. Mm. And I spent years climbing to the top of the mountain only to hear God's voice in a symbolic way. Fruit grows in the valley. Mm. And I thought, are you kidding me? I just spent two years climbing this mountain because I kind of deserved it. I want I want the best view and I want the best seat. And I literally heard this audible voice like, fruit grows in the valley mm. and I need you in the valley and I need you to do my work. And I knew that, you know, although the top of the mountain was a great was a great view, I knew that my work was in the valley. Yeah, because the top of our mountain, you know, 
looks different here on earth. I think the ultimate top of the mountain is getting to glory and God going, well done. Well Well done. done. Yes. Yes. I can't wait for those words. I know. That's... That's what I try to keep in mind when the valley seems a little too uh, treacherous. <laughs> oh no, and I and I agree with that. But and I also don't want to come across as that it's been easy. My faith mm-hmm. journey, there have been periods of quietness. There's been periods of questioning. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been periods of anger. I mean, literally, I will, you know, make deals with God and 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 I will want my own way. And so it's it hasn't been easy, um, but it's something that I've gotten better at over the years. <laughs> well, that's good to. No, it's good to know I'm not the only one that's making deals with God on the no. daily. <laughs> oh, my goodness. If you can hear our conversation, he just laughs. Yeah. Here she goes again. Here I always joke that when I get to heaven, he's going to be like, okay, Jerry, for the next 100 years, we're just going to have a discussion on your 20s, <laughs> right? So. Oh, I know. And then sometimes I hang my head and I think, oh, the disappointment he must feel mm. when when I know that um, that I just expect so much more of myself mm-hmm. being a follower of God. And I fall short every single day, sometimes like hourly. Yeah. And I just, um, and I just, you know, I kind of shake my head. I go, I know, I know, like I'm, gonna, I'm trying. I know, it, and I think it has a different meaning when you're a parent and you know that relationship of of child and parent, and when you just want the best for your kids, oh, right? Gosh, yes. And they choose something different, where mm-hmm. that just isn't the case for them. It just, it just tears you up inside, but. You know, we have a heavenly father that works all things for good. And so I just appreciate that you were willing to go there to share and to be transparent because I think that that's what we need in life. We need more leaders being willing to be transparent and saying, hey, I don't have it all together. Hey, it wasn't easy for me so that we don't have these unrealistic expectations of what leadership quote unquote is, right? right? Because I think that people, when they look at leaders, especially like in the space that I fill and at the age that I am, that it's been easy Mm -hmm. and it hasn't been easy. It's been worth it. Mm -hmm. And it's been extremely interesting. I've gotten to do some of the most interesting things. I've gotten to meet some of the most interesting people, but I've been very grounded. I mean, and I know that it's my faith that grounds me. Mm -hmm. There's been many meetings that I haven't known what to say or what to do or what direction I want to go. And I literally spend time in prayer. Like just, you know, God, I need to hear your voice. But nobody sees that. They just see you in a meeting and you're carrying on and you're making these decisions and you and but there's a lot that goes there's a lot that at least goes into my leadership um, as far as my my thoughtful way that, you know, to lead. Um, I can say that there's a faith component to all of it. So having your journey and having a large team, Brenda, I think a lot of leaders and especially up and coming leaders resonate with, man, how do you manage such a large team that has such a big footprint across the city? I mean, you talk about 20 individuals, but how many people are in Allen County and 20 individuals serve? Well, you know what? And I lead the impact team and and I I get to have the privilege of leading eight really, truly superstars. I mean, they make make my job really, really uh, easy. Um, But casting that vision, you know, and, and I work, it's a secular organization, mm-hmm. right? And so my life mission or my life message is to let God's light and love shine through my body or mm-hmm. shine through my life. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's often not the expression of faith, but it's it's my actions. Mm-hmm. And so I know that um, my leadership style is one of kindness. And I think people for most of my career have probably questioned, you know, kindness versus weakness. Mm-hmm. And I always remind them that, 
you know, don't confuse the two because yeah. I am I am very strong uh, in my leadership style. And I think it takes a lot more to be kind. Yeah, I think it takes, you know, so hopefully I model that for my team. I know they teach me a lot. Um, hopefully um, I'm, you know, they know that I'm incredibly invested in their success, mm-hmm. even past working for Greater Fort Wayne, Inc. Um, so try to do whatever I can to provide the resources they need to be successful. That's incredible. Well, I'm going to take a little turn and do a little self-promotion here for Love Fort Wayne. Since you're a board member, I'm the executive director. Um, I feel like we can do that, We can do that, yes. (laughs) Well, when you were joining the board, because you've only been on for about a year now, um, what really attracted you to that mission of what was GLS and beyond? And we have now moved to Love Fort Wayne here in 2022. What what got you excited to say, yeah, I want to do that? Well, I think there's something very, very special going on in our community. I don't think anybody um, will dispute that. Mm -hmm. I mean, either from an economic development perspective, whether it's people choosing to move to our community in record numbers, I mean, the projects that are going on downtown, but also from a faith perspective. You know, I went to a breakfast um, on Monday, and there were over 600 people gathered uh, for a prayer breakfast. And then I went to Good Friday service on Friday, and the and our church was overflowing. And then I went to Easter service on Sunday, and there were four overflow rooms. Wow. Several years ago, I actually worried that maybe we were going away from, we were going away from faith. Maybe it wasn't something that young people were necessarily, like, necessarily invested in or, or being drawn to. I think I was the oldest person in not only in the in the sanctuary, but all all the overflow rooms. It was all young people. That's incredible. All young people. So, you know, you look around and you can just see that there's something very special taking place in our community. That's incredible. Well, I want to thank you for saying yes, for being a part of our board, for bringing our leadership higher and higher, for sharing about Greater Fort Wayne um, and thinking, you know, from that diversity um, standpoint, you challenge me and I love that. I love that you're making our board better. You're making our city better. But you are using your gifts and talents that God gave you. Thank you, Jerry. I just I love having you on our board. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate (laughs) that. I love it. Well, you know, we always ask the same question to close out our podcast, and it is one that I love hearing the answers of leaders. And it is, if you could go back to your 20-something self, you can pick the age range in your 20s, whether it's early or late in your 20s. If you could go back to your 20-something Brenda, give her one piece of advice, what would that piece of advice be and why? Yeah, I would... I would go back, and first of all, I'd, I'd speak kinder to that 20-year-old mm-hmm. Brenda, but I would also let her know that it would be the challenges that would make her successful, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't be the successes. Mm-hmm. You know, we can collect in, in a symbolic way, like trophies, and we can, we can earn credentials, and we can earn recognition, but it was through the challenges of my life that I actually achieved success true success, that it was overcoming the barriers, um, not only for myself, but for other people. And that's what made me successful. So my 20-year-old self, I would go back and say, you know what? Embrace the challenges. It's a period of great growth. Mm-hmm. And don't, don't fear them or, or try to just get through them, but really try to, to understand what, you're, what God is trying to have you learn during those periods of time. 
Well, we thank you for being an authentic leader, for being a transparent leader, and for sharing your journey and your truth with us today. If you want to learn more about Greater Fort Wayne, Inc., where can they go? They can go to greaterfortwayneinc.com. We have a beautiful website. And if you want Brenda and her impact team to help you as you impact the city. We will make sure that we make that link in our show notes and you can go to greaterfortwayneinc.com to learn more about how you can be a chamber member or how you can help impact the city. Brenda, we thank you so much for your time today. We thank you so much for your leadership and we can't wait to see how Allen County continues to grow. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you for joining us this month. We drop a new episode the first Monday of every month and do have some amazing bonus episodes coming up. You don't want to miss a release of the Love Fort Wayne podcast. So subscribe today, wherever you're listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, share, and leave a review. We want to share your thoughts with our Love Fort Wayne audience. Thanks again for joining us today. Tune in next time as we hear from leaders that don't just lead, but love our city.